0: Oh okay. Hello. 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 Uh it's uh True Neutral True Crime. Back yeah, again, back, back at you again with some murder. Um uh, that's well, that's Keenan <laughs> and I'm Derek. Yes. As per usual, as per usual. Um we're going to be talking about uh renowned Serial killer, H. Uh, H. Holmes today. True neutral, true crime. A true neutral bonus episode. No preamble today. Just right into it. Well, that was that was for the thing. I'm gonna put the little stain um, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna leave this in because you're confused and it's yeah. funny. Um. <laughs> so, today we're talking about H. H. Holmes. Herman Webster Mudgett. He was born May 16th, 1861, to May 7th, 1896. So he is dead. No one needs to worry about him coming and getting you after this. <laughs> <laughs> that was I mean, s- that... <laughs> what? <laughs> <clears throat> Known as America's first serial killer, but was primarily a con man. His murders, as well as the world-famous Murder Castle, have been highly sensationalized and dramatized by the press and other media retellings of the story. Holmes was well-known for being a liar. His autobiography, Holmes's Own Story, is widely disregarded as far as facts are concerned. (laughs) That's amazing. While much can be gleamed about the type of person he was and how he thought of himself, it isn't much of a reliable source. No, I want to write a book about myself that's just a bunch of lies and stories. <laughs> read it and be like, fucking, I don't think any of this is true, guys. <laughs> I think it's all a lie. Derek Carball, an erotic life. <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> that's not a good story. Yeah, but sunny reference for the wind. Yeah, sunny reference for the wind yes. That's not a good story. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I read that first little chunk out because I was going to write a full report, kind of like that. I didn't know how to read that and have fun with this and make it conversational in a way, so here we are. We're going to mm-hmm. do it. Right. It was a nice little intro, though. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Good writing. Mm-hmm. Good writing. Danke, mm-hmm. Um. So, H.H. H. Holmes is widely known as America's first serial killer, but... Well he is the first one to have the first one to have gotten the reputation of being a serial killer it, he doesn't seem to have fit any definition that we use for a serial killer today except for having killed more than one person or more than two people. I thought that was pretty much the only prerequisite uh, okay, so yes, but like. The way people view serial killers oftentimes is somebody who is explicitly motivated to kill, right? I mean, I get no like like you think of like BTK or Richard Ramirez or Ted Bundy. I mean, or like I guess, but like even John Wayne Gacy, all of them are motivated, like kill, like, they, they, I mean, they have, like, some other thing, but it's, like, the end goal was definitely that... Are you saying that he just killed out of necessity? Literally, yes. Like, literally all of it was just like, eh, I'd really like this to not interfere with my life anymore. So, he, he was not, he was more so, like, the, the protagonist in a modern day movie where you just kill a lot of people and at the end of the movie they're like, you did a good job, son, and... (laughs) You walk back home and try to live your life with all the PTSD you just got from that crazy adventure I mean not quite not quite no <laughs> not I that's a that uh, I mean you could definitely make that movie and it would be fun to watch and you could call it HH H. Holmes but it wouldn't be quite the right story <laughs> well I'm just saying like that's the classic like you know there's always like a lots of gratuitous death and like, uh, collateral damage along the way that the protagonist of most movies just don't seem to have to deal with. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a very fair point. And, yeah, like I said, you could definitely spit his story so it was like that. Um, so... He confessed to over 27 murders. Good for him. But, but um, some of those... People were still alive. Like, verifiably alive. Why would you lie? (laughs) And, uh... On something that's so easily corroborated. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's very odd. And, um... Did he he mean that he was planning to kill them? No, he seems pretty clear that they were confessions. I've read through some of his... Like, some of the... The actual core stuff And like his book and stuff Maybe it was just all in his head Maybe he thought he killed them And he was just crazy Nope, nope This is a very calculated man <sighs> <laughs> So, um This is just This is just the build up This is just the summary of it like, <laughs> um, Well, you hooked me in cause <laughs> now I'm invested Because he was He was only sentenced he was, he was sentenced to death But only for one murder Whereas, he confessed to 27, and some of those people were alive, and, um, it's believed that he killed anywhere between this four people he definitely killed, and, um, up to 200. That's a big number difference. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's huge, actually. Yeah, like... How would you have get, how would you get away with killing over 200 people? Well, see, um this is where the exaggeration comes in. So, um All right, let's let's he There was a lot of sensationalizing of his story because of his place in history. Yeah. And that's... and a lot of that has been misconstrued over time. Um but Holmes was born you know, on May 16th, 1861 to Levi and Theodate. Theodate. That's a name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love old-timey names, yeah. man. The the full name Last was... time we we have last time. Barrel, Barrel. Barrel and Geraldine. Yeah, oh, Barrel and Geraldine. Rest in peace. Um Levi Horton Brown, Mudgett something, and Theodate Page Price. Theodate. <laughs> Theodate. That's how it's spelled. That's how I'm saying. It. I I assume she probably went by Thea. I I would hope so. Um, but they were both English immigrants, and uh, he had uh, he just he, rel- he had a relatively normal young life, like as far as anybody can tell, anything anybody can corroborate, Mm -hmm. is he just had a pretty normal young life. He was bullied a little bit, and uh, he did have a severe incident, I'll talk about in just a second, but there's a lot of people who talk about, like, oh, he definitely did some murdering of some animals, or, like, um, he was probably a bedwetter, and he definitely set some fires, you know, the three, those are the three classic children, serial killer, like uh, activities that lead to people being a serial killer. If you have all three, it's like, ooh, that's sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, as far as, like, actual corroborated evidence goes, he had a pretty normal childhood. Um, he had a severe incident, I believe, when he was, uh, yeah, when he was a kid, he was really scared of, like, skeletons. Okay like, just, like, bones and stuff freaked him out. Sure. Um, and he was bullied a little bit, and he got bullied by these kids who locked him in a closet with, uh, a doctor's skeleton. Oh. And, like, you know, it was a yeah. real skeleton in those yeah. days. So he was just locked in a closet with a skeleton for a little while, and, um, gave him a fascination. I mean, as it, as you do. Yeah, it, the fear... Fear overwhelms, becomes fascination. Mm hmm Yeah, so, um... Yeah, he... Uh, later... Sorry, yeah, he later, um... Graduated at 16 from... Phillips Exeter Academy. Exeter, E-X-E-T-E-R? Yeah, I Uh, I guess so. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, and married... Uh a lady named Clara, it doesn't even give her last name anywhere. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um it, I, a woman never stood a chance. Oh oh there it is. Clara Lovering. Uh old timey name. Lovering. It like like hovering but without the but with an L. Yeah. Yeah. Or Lovering. Huh names are weird Um, (laughs) they had a son and uh he became an accountant um that's uh, all of he has a few kids through this and I'll probably mention them but like overall he didn't doesn't seem to have much to do with them just as a whole yeah um uh, he enrolled at the University of Vermont, was, sati- was dissatisfied with school, and he left. And, uh, and he tried to go into medicine and surgery after he passed some exams. Um, and he did some work for an anatomy instructor for a while. Just uh, it, it says they were most likely grave robbing. There's, there's, they can't confirm or deny that, but like, (laughs) it was medical supplies in the early, early days of Mm -hmm. medicine. Um, they needed cadavers. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh Makes um, sense. Yeah. Uh, housemates describe Holmes as treating his wife rather violently, and, uh. Uh, he. Uh, she ended up leaving and just moving away with the kid, with the son. Get the fuck out. Yep, just just left, and uh, it was found later that uh, he admitted to using the cadavers from the the medical practices to defraud life insurance policies. <laughs> so he was getting bank on top of. I mean, education. that's just, that's just good business right there. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's entrepreneur, entrepreneurial. Yeah, I, definitely. I will, they, there's no denying that. Mm-hmm. This was, what, the late 1800s? Yep. Like, yeah, get it. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, went to Philadelphia after, um... He had been seen with a little boy, and the little boy went missing. No investigation took place, but he was out of there. Yeah, well, as you do. As you do? That's the smart thing to do. We did this last time when we talked about the other guy, and I was <laughs> like, and he got out of there, right? And you were like, no. And I was like, well, that's dumb. That's the first thing you do, you get the fuck out of there. Yeah, that's fair. Um... And another, so he went to Philadelphia and he tried to get a job, or he got a job as a keeper in Norristown State Hospital, but he just quit after a few days, and he found a position at a drugstore. Um, While he was working at the drugstore, a boy died from taking medicine that was purchased there. Um, Holmes said he didn't have anything to do with the boy's death or tainted medicine at all, but he moved very quickly. Again. Mm -hmm. Well, at this, well... I mean, even if he didn't have anything to do with it, they're going to be like, well, now they're looking at me, and they're going to probably, at this point in time, they're going to be able to hear about, like, the the, the other little kid that I killed. <laughs> and even though I didn't have anything to do with this one, that's not going to look good. <laughs> well, right before moving to Chicago, which is where he stays for a little while, he uh, changed his name to Henry Howard Holmes. It was Herman Webster Mudgett before. mudget, mudget, yeah. Oh, mudget is such a good name. God. I said it a couple of times. I thought you just didn't care about that one. No. It's really good. No, I just it didn't really stick in my brain until that last time. <laughs> and now it will never leave. Uh, yeah, in uh, late 1886, so it's been a couple of years of him just moving around and, um... He's still technically married to Clara, who just moved away. Yeah, she never left. Yeah, they never finalized a divorce or anything, so uh, they're still technically married, and uh, he married, again, Murta Belknap. Murta (laughs) Belknap. (laughs) Oh my goodness. In in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I thought he was in Chicago. I... In. I. This is all over the place. Um, he was everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it says he went to Chicago. Chicago. And then. Uh, be October 1862 in Pennsylvania. I am just using Wikipedia. If you want to follow along for this episode, you can. <laughs> we have a reference sheet. Yeah. Um. But uh Yeah, it says they were married in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and uh he did file for a divorce from Clara a few weeks after marrying Murda. Uh he said Oh, that's <laughs> real stand-up of him. <laughs> he, he he said that uh she was unfaithful. I think that goes both ways at this point. But- <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> Uh, the claims could not be proven, and the suit went nowhere. I mean, that's uh, as you do. And um, surviving paperwork says your father wasn't even told about the case at all. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that's the, amazing. The marriage was eventually dismissed in 1891, a few years later, um, on the grounds of a want of prosecution. So, because he was wanted by the law? Yeah. Um, so this is uh this is a funny thing. Um Holmes had a daughter with Murda. Mm-hmm. Who we named Lucy Theodate. Uh, uh, Alright <laughs> Which is pretty pretty fucked. She was born on the fourth of July though. In Inglewood, Chicago, Illinois Alright, so we're back in Chicago Yeah, yeah? like, I think they just got married In Minneapolis For one reason or another They eloped Yeah uh, He spent most of his time In living with Murda and Lucy in Wilmot, Illinois uh, But used uh, like That's where he lived, but he spent most of his time In Chicago tending to business Okay. Um, And it just says as a side note here that he also married Georgiana Yoke in 1894 while still married to both Clara and Myrta. (laughs) Oh, uh, the divorce was dismissed on June in 1891. It wasn't, it wasn't... Oh. the, The marriage wasn't dismissed. It was the divorce was dismissed. All right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> nope, you're stuck with him. That's weird. Like, he's the one that filed. She has not filed. You're stuck with her. <laughs> she don't want nothing to do with you. We can't get her to sign the papers. <laughs> you're stuck with it her. It says that she probably wasn't even told about the papers. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, they're lying to him. That's, what I'm, that's, that's the <laughs> bit that I'm doing. They didn't even try. <laughs> alright So you're he, like why should we deliver papers for this guy I'm pretty sure he's wanted by by us <laughs> we could just handcuff him now no no we're gonna make him think that we sent the thing to his wife that's <laughs> gonna crush him more and then when he's sad then we'll arrest him <laughs> they just they didn't <laughs> he, wasn't either, he wasn't in trouble for his uh, bigamy or anything he should have been cause that's illegal <laughs> damn it Knock it off Go. No. You're loud. You're really loud. No good for this podcast. Not when you're like that. Um, when... When Holmes arrived in Chicago, he, uh... Found Elizabeth Holt, S. Holton's drugstore on the corner of Southwest, South, South Wallace Avenue and West 63rd Street in Englewood. Alright, that seems hard for you to say. It was really hard, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, he got a job there, and he proved to be a hard-working employee, and he eventually bought the store. What is it with him and drugstores? Well, he really wanted to be in the medical field. It, like... Went to school a couple of times for if that If you're going to be in a field, where, like, if you want to kill people but you still want to have a day job, I guess being in the medical field is probably the place to be. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he actually wants, like, people do keep dying around him, but it seems like he's, it feels more like testing than anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? He kind of. But, I, so he's a mad scientist, you know, he's cracking a few eggs yeah, to get to what he's trying to yeah, get to. Yeah, that's basically what it feels like. Um. so now that he owns a drug store now people are gonna start dying like the whole neighborhood's gonna be dying or sick <laughs> uh, you would think so but uh, honestly he just maybe he was actually good at it maybe for the most part he like actually helped people it, he's, he's a good worker and like he legitimately bought the store and there's um there's a lot of rumors of um well Printed published stories of uh, the owner and the owner's husband both uh, vanishing shortly after he bought the store, but that's not true. It's verifiably not true. You can look up the records. They lived in Englewood their whole lives. Probably watched his news trial. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like he they they very much were fine, huh? Um, yeah. This whole thing is confusing to me. Yeah, well, the, the hardest part for me is the timeline. That's why I'm going through this so carefully. No, it's not even, like, it's just confusing as to, like, like like you say, like, is he trying to kill people? Is he not trying to kill? Like, because you're right, he doesn't really feel like he's, he's necessarily trying to kill people, necessarily. No. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you can't just keep trying stuff That people have died from before, and being like, "That won't this time, right?" (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Full stop. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, yes. Like, I. He's he's a fucking weirdo. Is he's like he's weirdo in he's weird to weird. Like he's weird to what weird is because like you're like you say weird and killer and you're like well yeah they're killers yeah but he's just he's just a weird person who does kill people (laughs) i don't know how to maybe on accident uh yet maybe (laughs) it's 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 a big maybe on all of them on a lot of them um so he purchased an empty lot across the street from the drugstore um and uh, started building a new just an all- around new building for uh, with a second floor and retail spaces, including uh, a new drugstore and apartments. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just it just says here a creditor of homes named John de Brule died of apoplexy on April seventeenth in the drugstore. All right. so. So he just died in the drugstore. It seems coincidental, and there's no insinuation that Holmes was involved. It just says he died of apoplexy. That's odd. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, yeah, he had, like, it, it's basically an apoplexy is, uh, like, from a cerebral hemorrhage or a stroke. So it's, like, either it's like a stroke or, like, an aneurysm or something like that. Okay. Um Okay Yeah so Some dude struck out And died in his store That yeah. sucks Just reinforcing <laughs> This idea That people die Around him Yeah yeah He's just He's just got a black touch Or something Black yeah. hand of death <laughs> Um I just want to Help people <laughs> It'd be a really funny comedy To make that <laughs> He really hasn't Tried to kill a single person <laughs> Uh Um in 1892, he added a third floor to the building, so he had apartments on the second floor and businesses on the bottom floor, including his new drugstore. Alright. Uh, and he added a third floor. And one thing the about. The killing floor. One thing about this uh, whole building is that um, he didn't pay multiple people and uh, hired a bunch of different people to build different parts of it. So nobody really had the full br- blueprints to the, any part of the building. So he had like a bunch of weird hidden spots built into it for just him. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah, there's a lot of neat stuff about it. Um, that's there's a good reason his murder castle has been exaggerated quite a lot because there's a lot of cool stuff to like. Whoa! What the fuck? How did? Why did you be? What? Yeah. <laughs> but like, because because of that, and because of when this happened, it's been. Really blown out of proportion to um, a, a worrying degree in some cases. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the the thing is, he never really tried to lure people. Like he didn't. He wasn't specifically getting people in there to uh, to kill them. Like. What was the third? You make it more apartments. Uh, it was it. What it, it 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 was a killing floor. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> nice. Um. But, but um. They uh. They uh, did have a few like. So, some of the things that you just hope for when you hear about this stuff, just were not there. But he did have hidden rooms. And he did have a lot of airtight rooms. And he did have some weird shoots to the basement. And the okay. basement had a large furnace. Mm-hmm. Like the kind of furnace you could fit a person in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh... Yeah, it was. Otherwise, it was pretty much a hotel. As far as most people could tell, it was pretty much a hotel. He didn't pay for properly. Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's on you if your building's not up to OSHA standard. You know. Yeah. So um, a lot of the, a lot of the rumors came from the fact that he did use the furnace at the bottom for uh rendering skeletons but he generally was like grave robbing and stuff mhm and like just getting medical supplies you know the the old fashioned way yeah um but people would disappear from the hotel a couple of times <laughs> yeah everyone's like hmm Pretty sure we know what happened there, Uh, but one the one of the earlier victims was uh, a mistress who um, had been working in um, whose husband has been had been working in Holmes's building, and uh, when he found out about the affair, he just left, and then um, a little while later. Julia, his mistress, and Pearl, her daughter, disappeared. Just, um, almost later claimed that she had died during an abortion attempt. Mm-mm. Um, that doesn't really explain where Pearl went. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a partial skeleton... That's possibly. the aborted kid! Uh... <laughs> A partial skeleton, possibly of a child around Pearl's age, was found when excavating Holmes's cellar. Um, oh, Holmes claimed to have poisoned Pearl, and uh, it huh? just as likely to hide the circumstances of her mother's death. Sure, but he he just killed them both, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like that's that that mistress was an inconvenience. He wasn't into it anymore, and then the husband was gone. He just didn't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. He thought he was just having fun times. That's not what he wanted. Get mm-hmm. out of my way. Yeah, that's 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 all any of this ever was for him. Uh, uh, Emmeline Segrande. That's also a name. Holy yeah. shit. Um, began working in the building and disappeared a little bit wh- later. Uh, rumors. F- uh, followed her disappearance uh, that she had gotten pregnant and was uh, another abortion victim. Um, because he did have some some history in the medical field. Uh, they probably trusted him to do that. But he didn't really have any history in that level of the medical field. Yeah, he didn't seem like a surgeon. He seemed more like a pharmacist or yeah. a nurse. yeah. Um, he did have a lot of experience working with cadavers, but, uh, with, with, with cadavers. Yeah. <laughs> not living people. Yeah. And certainly not people within people. hmm uh. <clears throat> uh, so while he was working in the chemical bank building, uh, Holmes met and became close friends with Benjamin Peitzel, who will be an important name for the rest of this story. Um, a district attorney later described Peitzel as Holmes' tool, his creature. His tool. Igor. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, an actress named Minnie Williams in 1893 moved to Chicago. Holmes claimed to have met her in an employment office. Um, Uh, Though it was rumored to have met her in Boston a while before that. Um, He offered her a job at a hotel as a stenographer. um, She accepted. Why do you need a stenographer at a hotel? I am not entirely sure. Um, That's a weird job offer. And so... It doesn't say how or why, it just says Holmes persuaded Williams to transfer the deed of her property in Fort Worth, Texas, to a man named Alexander Bond, one of his aliases. Okay. So he's just now has a property in Texas. The man is a bard through and through. Yeah, he must be one hell of a charmer. Have you seen what he looks like? No. I no, I do not know that at all. Um, here, here's the picture. It's a, this is his mugshot. Oh, he's so dapper! (laughs) Oh, my good man! (laughs) Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's him. That's uh, Herman Webster Mudgett. Got one hell of a stash, and yeah, he's. And the bowler hat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, he was a charmer. Uh, He must have been. Um. So, the, the hotel did burn down in 1938, uh, but that was shortly after Holmes was arrested. Okay. Yeah. Oh, where was I? I got lost because I was showing you pictures. Um, Benjamin Peitzel. Uh, yeah, he's got the property in Texas now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. his best barred bite. yeah yeah it's just like um mm. uh, so Minnie and her sister who came to visit um wrote a note to their aunt that they were gonna accompany brother Harry to Europe and um neither of them were ever really seen alive again after that yeah makes that that seems to track Yeah, um so, if any of those people I just named were ever... If any of their bodies were ever found, they were never identified. So, those bodies were never properly located or found. Damn. There's a solid chance that somebody was studying their skeletons. Which is a weird thought. Yeah? Somebody who saved lives was studying... Not taking lives. Mm-hmm that will happen <laughs> I, I guess it will do you think he was a cannibal do you think he ate the rest of the no. person no damn it no i don't think he did anything i like that's one thing i want to do with this is like he's really lifted up as like oh first serial killer he was a monster he's just i mean he definitely is a monster but he's not like he's not like a psycho killer he's not like psycho killer yeah Kiss, kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, he's, he's not he's not just like a psycho made a hotel to kill people kind of thing like mm-hmm. he he made a business made something he was gonna profit off of ripped a bunch of people off in the process and um, some people were in there in his way so he just yeah, made them go yeah. away in they, the most efficient way possible as you do it's it, like it's literally the like he is so cut and dry in his mind about like this is this is in my way, it doesn't need to be in my way anymore, I can stop that. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's that simple for him. And it's it's fucking that is scary and nutso. It is But it's not it's not like You have to it, admire it to an extent though. Uh, I mean, I suppose <laughs> <laughs> Makes me scary. Don't tell me you need a new bassist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in 1894, Holmes was arrested and briefly jailed for the first time. All oh, right. right. Yeah. Busted by the Poe. Yeah. What did he do? Uh, he was uh, selling mortgage goods in St. Louis. That seems like a pretty minor crime. Um, probably wasn't in jail for very long on that No, one. promptly bailed out. Yeah. Uh, but while he was in jail, he struck up a conversation with, uh, somebody who was serving a 25-year sentence, Marion Hedgepeth. Alright. Marion Hedgepeth. Hedgepeth. Alright. Okay. These um, names are amazing. Uh, yeah, they are. They need to just keep coming. Right on up there with, yeah. ah. Uh, <laughs> So, um, but they gave, uh, Marion gave him the plan of, uh, swindling an in insurance money by, uh, faking his own death. Okay. Um, Holmes promised Hedgepeth a $500 commission, uh, for, uh, in, for the name of a lawyer who could be trusted. Okay. Um, and, uh, he was directed to Jeptha Howe, Jephtha Howe. Jephtha Howe. Yeah. Um, Howe thought Holmes' scheme was brilliant and agreed to play a part. Um, My God, Ben, you're a genius! <laughs> but the insurance company I became mean- su- suspicious and refused to pay when they tried to follow through. Um he didn't press the claim, and instead he uh, got together with uh, Benjamin Peitzel, who I mentioned a bit ago. Yep, and uh, decided that they would decide a, or do a similar thing. So they uh, agreed to fake Peitzel's death, and so his wife could collect the ten thousand uh, dollar insurance policy to split with Holmes and Howe. Okay. The scheme was to take place in Philadelphia, and and it called for Peitzel to uh, become a different identity known as B.F. Perry, and then be killed and disfigured in a lab explosion. Okay. Uh, a little bit uh, circuitous, if you ask me. Um, yeah. But that, that, the, that was the plan. Um, I'm excited to see how this ends. Well, uh, Holmes was supposed to find a cadaver to play the role of Peitzel, uh, and instead he just killed him. Yeah! <laughs> he just he just used Peitzel's body for Peitzel's body. Yeah. What about our substitute? No, no, there isn't one. Um, so he, he, he used benzene to set him on fire after knocking him unconscious with chloroform. Um... He... <laughs> In his confession, Holmes implied that Baito was still alive um, after he used the chloroform on him and before he set the fire. <laughs> yeah, chloroform just knocks you out. It doesn't kill you. I mean, enough of it could, I bet. Yeah. But. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Does Holmes, that worry you? Yeah, a little, yeah. Uh, Holmes collected the insurance payout uh, <laughs> on the basis of the genuine Peitzel corpse. That was just a quote from this uh, right here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, Holmes then uh, coerced uh, Peitzel's wife to let the three of their children uh, get placed in his custody. How does he talk these people into these things? Uh, I don't. I don't know. the The eldest daughter and the baby remained remained with Miss Peitzel, but Holmes and the three children traveled throughout the northern United States and into Canada. Oh, yeah. So, uh, taking them uh, all along, he escorted Miss Peitzel along a parallel route, all while lying to her about um, Benjamin's death. And, uh, claiming he was hiding in London, and, uh, as well as lying to her about where her children were. <laughs> All right. And, uh, in Detroit, just before entering Canada, they were only, they were only, like, blocks away, and he knew right where she was, and just, like... Basically just having this weird fuck-with-you session. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is where it gets, like, he, he, he is fucked up. Like, this is where it gets weird. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, after getting the money, like, it's, it's weird that he would keep fucking with the family. Mm-hmm. Because it feels like you could just ditch out and then be like, well, he probably killed my husband, but it was a scam, like... He like he could have gotten away with it, is what I'm saying. He just yeah. left with the money. Yeah, for sure. But instead, he went back somehow, talked her into letting three of her children go with him, mm-hmm. and then convincing her to go all just across the country, basically. Um, and at this, um, at the same time, he was a. Uh, Staying with his wife at another location? Okay. Who just didn't know... what? Which one? Uh, it doesn't say. <laughs> he does have three, so I'm assuming yeah. the most recent one. Um, you, yeah, but that's just an assumption. We're not sure. It, it is. It is just an assumption. Let's see. Uh, uh, her name was weird, too. Um, yeah, a Georgiana Yoke. Yeah. I'm assuming... <laughs> <laughs> is where he was staying with. It's where he was staying with. That's exactly what I meant. I assume so. <laughs> That's why I didn't correct it. <laughs> um, so, he later confessed that he murdered Alice and Nellie, the two girls, by forcing them into a large trunk, locking them inside, drilling a hole, and uh, attaching the other line to a gas line. Just to see what would happen, or I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, he buried their nude bodies in the cellar of his rental house at 16 Saint Vincent Street All in right. Toronto. As you do. Yeah. What well, good's a rental house if you're not hiding bodies in the basement? I, I, uh, I. Uh, there's uh, just so many good answers for that that are not killing people. Um, so, he, uh, apparently just used drugs from a local pharmacy to kill the, the boy child. Well, yeah, pharmacies are like his shtick at this point. Yeah. Um, but he, he, yeah, uh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I love that uh, these uh, are your stories, and halfway through them, you're the one that sounds horrified as you're trying to tell them. The boy's teeth and bits of bone were discovered in the home's chimney. Oh, good. I was <laughs> just trying to say that, uh, so it's weird and hard to say. No, it's not. You just did it. Well, it's not good to say out loud, regardless. Um, so, these are just things that happen, you know? So if you've played Red Dead, you might have heard the the Pinkertons. Yeah, or if you know Weezer. Yeah, you might have heard both the of those things. Also, history. Um, yes, <laughs> maybe I guess. Yeah. But I, both of those things are much more relevant to our modern culture. I guess. <laughs> uh, so um, Unfultured the thing is, he was mind. he was tracked uh to Boston in. 1894 uh, from Philadelphia by the Pinkerton National Detective Agency. Mm hmm. You want to know what his outstanding warrant was? Uh, was it that thing that the insurance fraud? Nope. No? Nope. I, I want you to just take a couple guesses because I know you're not going to get anywhere near it. Um, um, did he hold up a gas station? Nope, they were looking nope, There's n- he's never had any uh, violent it, crime um, like that. for being married to three women? Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. Uh. Because that's also illegal. Yep, it, uh, nope. Damn it, I already give up. No, nah, horse theft. Horse theft? <laughs> yep. Not once did you ever mention horse theft. (laughs) No, it's it's not brought up before now. (laughs) Apparently he stole some horses in Texas. Did he really, though? I don't know. This guy either is a criminal mastermind, or people just have it out for him. He is the worst luck. Yeah. (laughs) Once again, let's, let's write that comedy. That'd be funny. Um... He was put on the trial for the murder of Benjamin Peitzel, which was fair, and he was sentenced to death. Like, it was a very fair trial. Alright. Um. Alright, we got you on this one guy. and He's like, Pff, one. Mm. Right. Yeah, well, basically, um, because by then it was evident he'd murdered the Peitzel children, and uh, after his, he was convicted, Holmes confessed those 27 murders. and mm-hmm. Once again, some of those were almost like like we're not almost we're definitely still alive. How many? Uh did it, it say? It says uh some some people. Some hmm and six attempted murders. He confessed to attempted murders which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to kill him, tough sons of bitches. I <laughs> <laughs> got away. Um, I'll get him next time. Oh, did you want to see Benjamin Peitzel? Sure. He's also quite a dapper man. Yeah, he had a criminal background. Like he was, uh, that's why he was so down for all this criminal things. He had, he had uh, regularly done that thing. <laughs> uh, goodness Christ! I lost my spot. I get lost every time I show you a picture. Mm. Get excited about pictures. <laughs> hey, tell a thousand words. It's way more than I can tell. You guys should look up some pictures. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the takeaway from this, but okay. <laughs> um, so, he was paid $7,500 by the Hearst newspapers in exchange for his confession. And, um, see uh, it was quickly found to be mostly nonsense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because when they're like, we'll pay you money to confess, you're like, <laughs> okay. Confess to what? Got it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Holmes was <laughs> hanged at Moenmangsang, Moenmangsang, uh, I think I'm saying that right, prison. Uh, also known as the Philadelphia County Prison, which is much easier to say. Moan you should have led with that. Uh, but Moem Mengsing is fun to say, even if I'm saying it with a question mark. <laughs> um, until the moment of his death, Holmes remained calm and amiable. He didn't look scared or um, sad about having to die. Um, he asked for his coffin to be contained in cement and buried ten feet deep because he's concerned about grave robbers. <laughs> um, his neck didn't break, and he was strangled. All right. Uh, so it took him about 20 minutes to be fully declared dead. Dang. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's basically Holmes' story. Um, I mean, there's a lot of room there. I would never... The 200 people claim feels like an exaggeration. It, I mean it. Absolutely... hyperbole of the greatest well, measure. okay, so, um, why don't we go over some of the rumors that were with this Murder Castle, because that's a lot of the biggest misconception here, um, is because people, uh, think of Murder Castle, and they think crazy, nonsense, bullshit, because, uh, <laughs> the yellow press, as it's labeled here, um... <laughs> It's just uh, tabloid journalism, basically. Yeah. Um, it claimed the structure contained uh, torture chambers, trapdoors, gas chambers, and a basement crematorium. The basement furnace was there, but it wasn't like a full crematorium. Like it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like designed as a place to burn bodies, but it could. Yeah. Um. And so. You can imagine if any of those claims were out there in the press and made in a newspaper that people were running with that, yeah, and there was a lot of exaggeration and there was there's been so many movies stories, books written about this. I'm sure there were plays. I'm sure there's lots of stories that we've never seen because of when this happened, yeah, that makes sense. you know what I mean, yeah um, yeah. Yeah, um, most of the hidden rooms were used for hiding furniture that <laughs> Holmes didn't intend to pay for. He'd steal furniture. Yeah. hide it away. Yeah, he stole He stole most of the stuff for his hotel. That's Once good. again, he was he was a con man, first yeah. and foremost. Yeah. I mean, to be the charismatic enough to, you know, let a woman just... You kill her husband, you're like, I'm gonna take the kids... <laughs> Like yeah, three of your five children. Uh, like, that's insane. Yeah, it it truly is. Yeah, you have to be like that. That great con man skills. Yeah, yeah. It's so you you can go read his biography. It's uh, linked and easy to find. It's just a. It's free too. It's just you have it's to read it online. It's a good story. Well, you have to read it online, and it's all in his handwriting. Is that hard to read? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's not. I was confused when you said it. It's, it's not like it's bad handwriting. It's just all old timey cursive and ink. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's all right though. That's not too bad. It could be worse. Yep. Yep. Like, he could have been a lot worse, but the fact of the matter is he only, like, really went, like, crazy killer at the end. Yeah, and it seems like after he did, he was caught pretty quickly. Yeah, like, as soon as he killed people just to kill people, yeah, well, it was over. Everything else could either be labeled as, like, purely coincidental accident, or him, like, experimenting with his pharmaceuticals. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, or you know, this person is definitely in my way. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, a uh, Herman Webster mudget. I really like the fact that they called out the guy that just happened to have a stroke in the middle of his store. Yeah, like, yeah. that was his fault somehow. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that just also happened. He just was the, like... It is weird that somebody just died of apoplexy in his store that he did definitely kill people from. Yeah. Like... But I think, like I said, I think it's just showcasing the fact that for a while there, people just kind of happened to die around him. Yeah. They weren't necessarily his fault. People were just dying. <laughs> I mean, he did move away right after those two boys died. Like, both times he moved away. Yeah, well, the first one I'm pretty sure he killed. The second one, I'm not so sure. All right. I think the second one, it would just, like, he's like, this is, no matter how you slice it, this doesn't look good. Especially if my past and the other boy comes out. You yeah. know, he did change his name right after that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. because that's what he was worried about. <coughs> yeah. So, yeah, that that's H.H. Um, H. Holmes, America's first serial killer. Uh, uh, overly exaggerated in the press and uh, mostly just a con man. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. and honestly, for the most part, aside from the whole killing people thing, it seems like he was pretty good at what he did, and he could have probably just stuck doing that and made lots of money. Yeah, yeah, if he had just been a consistent business guy, pharmaceuticals guy, he could have he could have done that really well, because, yeah, he was super charismatic and just, like, was apparently a hard worker when he set his mind to it. yeah. I like that he was, he was so focused on money the whole time, though. That they were like, "We'll pay you lots of money to confess," and he's like, "Yeah, and <laughs> tell him, I'm gonna tell him myself and make lots of money." And get you know, tells him himself, and they give him like a seventy-five hundred bucks cash, and then they're like, "All right, you've been found guilty, and we're sentencing you that, that was after he was in jail. The the confession yeah. for the money. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like. They say they're gonna give him the money, and so he confesses. And then he's like, "What am I gonna do with my money?" And then they're like, "Well, we're sentencing you to death." So nothing. <laughs> and he's like, "Hopefully they gave it to his children or something." Like, he I did got have kids. Well, man, this fucking deal. Uh, well, oh, I his mean, daughter Lucy became a school teacher. I didn't mention that. Oh, good for her. Yeah. That's wholesome. Yeah. Also, her middle name is one of her father's other wives' names. Oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, no, wait, his mom's name. I'm sorry. Theodate. Okay. Theodate came from his mom. All right. It was still st- his... Uh, that's still a strange name. Theodate. Mhm. Theodati. Theodati. No, lady dee dee dee. Well, that was a uh, true neutral true crime yeah! uh, number 2. Uh, yeah. So uh, enjoy. that was fun. I enjoyed that. I like learning about serial killers. I don't know about. I know so many. Well, next time let's do a cannibal. I've really been itching for a good cannibal story. All right. Um. Do you know Dennis Nelson? No. All right. Sizzle. Goodbye. Peace out.